the Section K Podcast. It's Tuesday, May 14th. Coming to you live from the RV lot, Tulsa Expo Square. Cody Hedlund, Caden Rutherford sat down with John Sanislow, 2019 five six-year-old open champion at the Breeders Invitational. Went ahead and won the championship in a work-off. Defeated the great Lloyd Cox, the, the goat. goat. Lloyd Cox. Jinxiomi a Coke. <laughs> Went ahead and took his first major aged event championship and pretty pumped about it. It was cool to sit down with John and learn a little bit about him, where he's come from, and how he got into cutting. So enjoy this interview with John Sanislow of the Circle Y Ranch. This interview is brought to you by Joe Borhan. Are you looking for your next ranch? Well, look no further than Joe Borhan. Joe Borhan has been involved with cutting for over 25 years, and whether it's owning, training, or hauling all over the country, you name it, Joe's done it. And if you're looking for a small little ranch with a barn and a house, talk to Joe. If you're looking for some more acreage with a full-blown training operation, talk to Joe. Living in the North Texas area for over 25 years has given Joe a vast knowledge of the country, which will help him find the best spot to fit you. But Joe isn't just your run-of-the-mill farm and ranch realtor. He'll also help you find a house in town or even help you find some investment property. So if you're looking for a second ranch while you're in Fort Worth at the Cutting, or you're looking for your next forever home, you guessed it, talk to Joe. You can find Joe on Facebook and Instagram. That's Joe, J-O-E, Borhan, B-O-R-J-O-N, Realtor. And when you talk to Joe, tell him the guys at Section K sent you. We also just want to send a special thanks to Joe because he was one of our first sponsors and reached out to us in the beginning, and that means a lot for us at the Section K Podcast. So thank you, Joe. We appreciate everything you do. Big shout-out, Joe Borhan. Go low, Joe. We are joined here at the Breeders' Invitational with the 2019 5 6-year-old Open champion, John Sanislow, who rode I'm Quentin Checks, marked a 225 in the finals and then won it over Lloyd Cox in a workoff, marked a 222. John, how you feeling, man? How was your day today? <laughs> pretty good, bud. Pretty good. Man, tell us a little bit about, I think you were fourth or fifth out in the first set, uh, marked a 225. What was it like following Lloyd's 225 out uh, first out? Shoot, it's like following Lloyd, period. I mean, yeah. who wants to follow Lloyd after he puts a big score up like that? Um, yeah, just sick, you know, and uh, that horse has been good all week. Uh, marked a 22 in the first go and a 20 in the second go. And um, so I knew I knew he was in there and, and had confidence in him again. Uh, I've had a hard time with him all year. Uh, just tough luck, just just missing it out of the finals or and getting run over in the go rounds or something, you know, just been beating my head up it's, against it the wall. It seemed like the runs I've seen, you're like five seconds away from making the finals yeah, or advancing and, and some crazy oh, happens, just, just piss poor luck or something like every that. Every time so, this year. Yeah, yeah, for me, it was cool to see you come off of some bad luck and win today. It was really cool to see. So what was your game plan going in today after marking a 222 and a 20 in the first two go-rounds? You had a good draw, obviously, in the first set. What were you thinking kind yeah, of going in? Yeah, good draw. Just wanted to give myself an opportunity to give the best, you know, give myself an opportunity to go win. Um, I knew I had the horse to go do it on. Uh, I just needed to go execute the plan. Um, and that's what we did, you know. Uh, Lloyd's, I mean, I think all of us know Lloyd's a magician. Yeah, he's the know? goat for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's sick. So to, to put up a score that would even be comparable to him was a true honor. 
you know, and I didn't know about the work-off deal. So Staple of the BI. It's like the only yeah, place we get to have a work-off, which yeah, was something rules. cool for me. I drove up today specifically to watch the 5-6 Open Finals, and boy, was I in for a treat. Little did I know that I'd get to see both the champ- I mean, co-champions work it off. So for me, it was worth it to come up here just to watch that. So mm-hmm. what was it like? going out after the first set, knowing you're tied with a 225. There's a lot of good horses in the second set. I mean, RL had a great run Phenomenal first out. Run. Great Phenomenal. run. Crafty with yeah. cows. I Unreal. mean, doesn't yeah. need any introduction what he's done. Well, so, then Lloyd come back on Blackish yeah. right there at the and end. Yeah, heck of a run. I, thought he, I mean, too. I thought he had us both, you know. Yep. Um, I mean, I sure enough thought he he beat us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they put up that score, and I thought, here we go. Yeah, that's got to be so, an emotional roller coaster. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it was, but it was great. I mean, you know, come kind of towards the end of the first bunch, you know, Tom Holt texted me and said, hey, you know, there's a work off here. And, and so we had to kind of revamp and take him back to the stall and, you know, take care of him and then bring him back. And Matty, Matt Gaines is texting me. Johnny, there's a work off now. You need, to, you need to know that. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> so then it just kind of all came surreal, you know, and watched cows, you know, to be prepared. Yeah. And um, yeah, because you had to the when you worked off, you had to do it on the second set of cows. Yeah. And you guys were both in the first set, so yeah. I mean, Lloyd, Lloyd obviously, yeah, he was in the second. He set, was in so the second set, him. so he was watching them. Yeah. But you had to do the same thing. I mean, oh, yeah. knowing that, hey, this just is like be I it. was last draw. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure, for sure. Essentially, you were. Yeah, so going in for the work-off after Lloyd marked a 216, I mean, what were you thinking? So the plan was, like, Jess and RL, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even watch the run because just kind of concentrating on what I yeah. needed to do and the cows we needed to cut because there were very few left. And when I saw the 16, um, I just knew I needed to go have a good, clean run, you know, mm-hmm. just something in the middle that was, yeah, just clean. Don't take myself out because anything could happen, you know, and that's kind of where I was I – was, you know, I've been out all year, you know. And, uh, yeah, I know it just worked out. And I thought the Gildan actually was better the second time than it was the first time, if that yep. makes any sense. Yeah. But, uh, we handled tough cattle. Probably thought he was in trouble. <laughs> it <didn't> worked <laughs> like, twice. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he'll get that. <laughs> yeah, it happens. So what what were your owners telling you after the 225 and after the 222 today? What, what were their kind of thoughts? Uh, so Penny and Nancy are – are more than owners um this isn't a job anymore you know they're they're my family now um i think legally if they could adopt me they probably would (laughs) um but uh yeah it's uh, yeah i don't have a job anymore i mean i i literally i'm living a dream you know i get to ride the best horses in the industry in my opinion and i work for two of the greatest people ever walked the face of the earth um i mean they call me their son and so they didn't know they didn't under they didn't understand the whole work off deal and uh, they're like, what? You know, and Penny's texting me, go get them, you know, go get them. And <laughs> so they're stoked. And, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just unreal. It was, it was a great it was a great feeling because they've, they've done so much for the NCHA. They've done so much for Cutting Horse Central. They've done so much for me. And, and to promote this business and to have great horses, and, and they just, they love this sport. You know what I mean? They truly love this sport. Um, and they just, yeah, I mean, everybody wants to win you know and it's nice to see some ambassadors great ambassadors like them be rewarded in a, a realm like this oh. and at a show like this because in my opinion this is the next step oh. i mean this is on on par with fort worth yeah so first go around the fraternity i don't know what we marked to 22 and a half or mm-hmm. something like that and and uh man I, they were they were unreal 
Like they were just they were shell shocked to be honest with you, you know. And that's and a big so, score for a three year old ever, much less yeah, the first go round so, of the fraternity. So like they were like it was neat to watch him in that element. Well, second go around, uh, my first cut a cow, my first cow about run me over, and uh, actually Flinty popped me off of it, and we turned around and finished up, and I think we marked another twenty two or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got done showing, man, and I walked walked up them stairs because they sit upstairs Same every time spot. I show. Yep. Yep. They were crying, and I started crying because <laughs> I'm an emotional little old feller. <laughs> and uh, that was that was everything to me. That was that was every That's a pretty cool moment. Yeah, because yeah. it was it was their moment. You know, it wasn't mine. It wasn't that horses. That was their moment, and that that meant everything to me. You know, that was that was yeah, that was everything. Yeah, pretty Just humbling. Un- pretty unreal team, all, all you guys. Uh, it had to have been cool for for them to see you win, but to see a horse by their stud out of the great mare, Quentin Blue, yeah. I just can't imagine the whole, I mean, it's like everything kind of came together today. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so John, tell us about what brought you to this point. I mean, how'd you get the job w- with the ladies at Circle Y and and the things you did to get here? Shoot, so, uh, I, I mean, I grew up cowboy most of my life and uh, poor, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, Actually, just just cowboying at an old man named Donald Peoples' place, and he had we had about 600 head replacement heifers in the cow pens. And this is in Florida, correct? Yes, sir, Florida. Yep. And uh, he said, "Blue boy," he said, "Blue." They call me Blue back home, and he said, "Blue boy, you know what a cutting horse is?" And I said, "No, sir." He said, "Get on that bay gild." So I got on him, and this sucker pinned his ears and opened his mouth and jumped back and forth. And I smiled, and I said, I'm going to do this. He said, you ain't never going to do this. You're just going to die, cowboy son. <laughs> and uh, two weeks later, I quit. And uh, I was just day working, and I moved to Ocala, Florida, and went and worked for Eddie Braxton. And uh, worked there for about a year. And I rode Rainers for a little while and just kind of, you know, and uh, actually went to work for uh, Albert and Melinda Gamow, and they built a facility for me. And, um, shoot, I wish I knew now what I, you know, what I could have known then and uh, they were great and I remember we were coming home from the world show AQHA world show and Melinda and I were on the plane and she said what do you want to do and I said I want people to read about me and uh, she said we'll go to Texas and so I called Austin Shepard and and uh, he actually hooked me up with Gerald Alexander and and I mean that's where the story begins mm-hmm. um, Gerald was was great to me um, yeah I mean I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. How many opinion. years did you spend at Gerald's? I was there a little over two, about two years, wow. yeah. Um, and rode the best horses in the industry, yep. you know. Um, Gerald Alexander, he's known for riding them two-year-olds. Oh, he's a guru, yep. you know. Um, and then Matt called me, and uh, I remember I was at Silverado standing by the dumpster when Matt Gaines called me. <laughs> That's sick, and I don't even know yep. why I remember that. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's the Tiger Woods of our industry, yep. you know, and – uh, he changed everything about this and modernized it, you know. And uh, lo and behold, I mean, now he's he's my best friend. Heck, he's my brother, you know. And, um, yeah, I worked there, and it was just a great opportunity. How long did you work for Matt? Uh, right at about probably almost five years. I split it off in the middle. I went to work for Sizes there mm-hmm. in Cedartown, Georgia, for, for a little while. So, um, but yeah, he was, he was good to me. Any horses at Matt's that you remember – him training or or loping for him that you were just mesmerized by or just made you like hey i'm 
Man, it didn't, this. Well, it didn't matter what that guy worked. I mean, he could work Chucky as turnback horse, and you were just memorized, you know. Everybody knows Chucky. Yeah. So I mean, it didn't. It didn't matter. I mean, his timing is just so impeccable, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's unreal. Some of the best hands that I've ever seen, in my opinion, that guy Matt Gaines, softest hands around. So. Well, softest hands, but his feet are just yeah, his unreal. Feet are unreal. You unreal. know, his timing on a cow and his accuracy, and not only that, he's just a great man. Yep. You know, I mean, he's. Yeah, he's my best friend. So then after you worked for Matt, then you went to work for Nancy and Penny? No. Actually, I moved home. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I moved back to Florida to Okeechobee, and I was home for almost a year. And um, Matt called me and said, hey, Circle Y is calling about you. And I had I had rode some two-year-olds for them uh, while I was at Matt's. And uh, I said, oh, yep. And I said, what did you tell him? And he said, uh, well, if you were their last, if you were the last option, I guess you'd work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's awesome. Um, we, yeah, I mean, it was just a blessing, but you know, it was a blessing, um, and and here we are today. So. And how long have you worked for them? So this would be my sixth year. Sixth year. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, after today, you probably really love the BI. What other? Well, I've always loved the BI because I think it's the think it's the mecca of our of our industry you know besides the other three shows in fort worth i think this is the toughest cutting in mm-hmm. in our industry for sure you know because they only take 19 horses back to the finals you know so to be in that mix and to be with yeah i mean these guys are phenomenal whether it be four or five six year olds it seems like every year you better it's come and kick in and come light it up or you're gonna be going home early so what's your plan kind of now with the five six year old o- open over um, what's your plan? You bring some three-year-olds, or kind of what's your plan for the for the next for the next couple of days before the four-year-old gets started? So I'll just I brought six three-year-olds up here, and I'll just wear them out. Um, I usually every year I'll go to Greg Wright's and work for a day um, just to kind of get them out. He's always got good cows, and um, so yeah, I mean just wear them out up here. I don't feel like driving home and working for three days and driving back. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite cutting memory as a spectator? Um, as obviously, a spectator? you worked for a lot of great hands. And oh man, so the best run I've ever seen that I, that sticks out to me the most is Clint Allen Special New Kitty first go around the NCHA fraternity. Yep. Two twenty eight. Two twenty seven. Two was it two twenty seven? Yeah. I remember my dad was judging that year, and uh, he came home in the middle of it and I, I asked him about that in the first go round Clint Allen walked out there and marked 228 on special new kitty and he said it was amazing I it mean it unreal. was just it was unreal and every time that mare stopped it was like you took a picture of her yep I mean she just freeze froze in her tracks yeah I mean it was unreal never seen see it's like interesting that. to hear he's like the second person I think that said that on our show like that's their favorite favorite memory of watching and that was kind of before I was super into it. I obviously remember that mare with RL at the World Finals and kind of her last two raw in there and laying down on her belly. So yeah. I can't imagine what that looked like. As she a did the same stuff as a three-year-old oh, man. I mean, she was like unreal. it was first go around. I think she might have been in the second to last or last bunch. If I, I don't know, you have yeah, to correct me on remember. that. But I mean, it, there were people in there just to watch that mare because there was so much hype. Wow. You know, and that's when Clint was. I mean, still is the greatest hand, but I mean, that's when he was. Just really going, oh, really man. going. Yeah. So, what's uh, your favorite meal? Well, say you're in Tulsa. What are you eating for lunch or 
or trying Man, to go I'm eat for dinner. I'm the most unsocial guy you've ever been in your entire <laughs> life. I'm in bed by 7, 38 o'clock. <laughs> I ate Papa John's, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I am, too. Yeah, I'm pretty simple. I gave Lee Ray a hard time this morning about spending $300 on a steak. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I'm hey, cheap. but if it's free and you win it for being the go-round leader for the day, like. Yeah, but I just, I'm not that way, bud. Shout out B.I. Yeah, for just, giving out awesome yeah. high score awards. What's, like, music that would be playing, like, in the truck? While you're driving somewhere, if you're working horses at home, what are you listening to? Uh, working horses at home, probably just 92.1. Old Johnny here can get pretty hyped up on some <laughs> some gangster stuff. <laughs> like, is there any any artists in that are like specifically that you like? Okay, X Y Z's on. Everybody, shut up. We're about no, to listen to this. No, no, no. Just I'm pretty. Pretty, uh, yeah, if it just sounds good, if it's a good beat, yeah, and, and you're yeah. and you're feeling it. Oh yeah, heck yeah. Johnny's hyped. I'm hyped. <laughs> so if you're driving somewhere, what are you listening to? Do you listen to like podcasts or you listen to music or you just talk to? Am I gonna get paid for saying podcasts? Yeah, I listen to podcasts, <laughs> yeah. bro. <laughs> hey, maybe listen to the Joe Rogan experience or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, just a little bit of everything. Man. Cool. What did you see yourself doing as a kid, growing up before you even maybe really knew about horses or cutting? I mean, was well, there? I never knew about cutting. Always been around horses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd. Just being a cowboy? Yeah, but I mean, uh, so I was in FFA and, you know, uh, I was in a vet tech program and the gold seal and all that stuff. And so, I mean, I thought I would probably go more that route. Um, but, yeah, I just, I was in college and I was in calculus or, and I had a trailer loaded colts on my trailer and flipped open the blind and closed the blind and looked at my math book and did the blind again and said i'm gonna ride horses and that was it you know i uh, think that's kind of my sentiment when i was in math class too so i was like i'm gonna go play golf or i'm gonna go throw bricks against a wall anything better <laughs> yeah. than being in math I didn't, class yeah i mean i always liked school i just i just didn't want to ever sit in an office it just wasn't my deal wasn't my deal well where you are now, where do you train out of? Where's Circle Y located? So Circle Y is in Millsap, Texas. Yep. Definitely does not suck to live in Millsap. Mm-mm. No. That's, that's the old uh, Caps that's Ranch. That's the old Caps Ranch, yep. yep. Caps Radio Ranch. Yeah. No, it's – man, all of this is, is overwhelming, and, and, and I'm here today because of the people that I've been put in my life. Um, I've known Cody for a long time, and mm-hmm. – your dad, I mean, your whole family's been good to me. You know what yep. I mean? Your dad's always been supportive and always told me a good job or whatever, and you the same, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that's what comes with success is is the people that are behind you, you know, and the people that believe in you and, and push you to go forward. Um, I told this to Mark Michaels today, you know, come super stakes, and I, I was. I was beating my head up against the wall. Had an unbelievable run on the scale, and then the second go, fixing the advance to the finals and my cow the last like you said the last three seconds just died on me mm-hmm. you know and just it just killed me and um i just i can't too competitive we're all too competitive you know and so i called bo galleon and uh man he 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 talked to me on the phone for about an hour and we talked quite a bit and and um i said i just need to 
you know, what do I need to do? And boy, it wasn't pretty what he said. <laughs> and uh, But sometimes we need that. I mean. Yeah. And so last Tuesday, I loaded up. I loaded three show horses up and loaded three three-year-olds up. And I went and worked. And, um, I mean, I felt like a 2,000 limited rider. I mean, he was get, kick, kick, kick. Put your hand down. <laughs> what? No. Yes. No, no. You know, and. <laughs> And it's like, God almighty, you know, I really do suck at this sport. <laughs> and he's just reminding me of that. And, and, but by the end, by the end of the day, it was unreal. I could already feel a difference. You know what I mean? And, and, and when I went home, I didn't, I, I, I just changed my mentality. I, you know, it, it was more so just trusting my training because I had no confidence, you know, so I wouldn't send him out there. I'd, I'd cut a little black pup, you know, and, and now, I mean, because of that, it, it, it's amazing what he did for me. And well, it's it's I, I crazy to hear you that. say, yeah, it's crazy to hear you tell that story because I feel like a lot of people in this sport think that trainers specifically have to figure it all out by themselves. I mean, there's not really many other industries where you can call someone that's at the top of the sport currently. I mean, that guy was won the Super Stakes five, six-year-old for the last three years now. Like, he's yeah. he's up there. Like, I mean, oh, he's, man, he's the best of the best. He's up there. So. Yeah. To me, it's cool to hear you talk about calling someone like that and going over to his house and essentially taking a lesson from. I mean, I did take a lesson. Yeah, I yeah, because I, I had to, I had to get out of my realm. I had to get out of my comfort zone. I had to make the uncomfortable comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And so my comfort zone is calling Maddie or Michael Cooper, or, you know, or Jesse you know, or somebody your friends. Yeah, because yeah, because I mean, it can be bad, and I'll be like, yeah, bud, good, you know, or. And Matty will, Matty will get into me a little bit, you know, but I needed to go outside of that realm, and that's yeah. what I did. And, and it was, I mean, it was the best thing that I ever did, for sure. That's the old saying is it takes a village, and that's exactly how cutting runs. I mean, I, we can't do all this without all our friends no. that, that help us be better because they know where we want to be in. Yeah. And that's yeah, just a beautiful it, sport of, it's an that we call cutting. Sport. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the Grant Setnica, Kenny Platt story. Mm-hmm. Grant walks in there on – that bay mare mm-hmm. itchy's my choice itchy's my choice mm-hmm. freaking lays down a run kenny platt comes right behind him on the gilding mm-hmm. and, and they're helping each other helping each other yep. and and uh and grant saves him on a on a cut or something i think huh yeah and just i mean and kenny wins it i mean i don't know of a sport that's like that mm-hmm. you know the camaraderie and the friendship and the bond that that we all share with each other is just unreal. Well, that's kind of my favorite part about the BIs coming up here. Everybody packs in. Everybody stays here. Everybody's you, working three-year-olds yeah, together. Yeah, everybody's grinding on them together. You're talking about them together. You're you're saying, hey, what's this one look like? What do you think about this one? What do I need to do with this one? And then you go out back. You drink some beers. Go to dinner. Talk about it yeah, again. It's fun. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. fun because – you don't get to do that in Fort Worth. Everybody just kind of goes home and yeah. see you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll see you in the cow box tomorrow. Yeah, so and it's good because I mean we come up here and you know, you know, work my horse or you work mine or you know and get that different that different opinion and because I mean at the end of the day that we're all here to win. There's no rules of the sport except you have to cut for two and a half minutes. Yeah, doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. Yep. you know, and so you know everybody does it different. Yeah, you know. Well, John, thanks so much for taking the time, and congratulations once again. I'm Quentin Checks, 225 in the finals, 222 in the workoff. 
five six year old open champion at the breeders invitational man congrats thanks so much for coming by we appreciate, appreciate it you, thank you and yes, congratulations sir. to nancy and penny they do a ton for this sport Unreal. and, and yeah. we can't great thank them enough to yeah, the sport of cutting people. yep yeah, beautiful people. awesome people ncha is in great hands with people like circle was yes. so yeah. thanks again man we appreciate it yes sir yeah! Before we go today, be sure to check out Equine Extreme Performance. EXP offers an all-natural, drug-free supplement built for the equine industry. They have built these products using cutting-edge technology to deliver the highest quality product available to you and your horse. How do they know it's right for your horse? Because EXP was designed by horsemen, and they understand what your horse needs. EXP relates to every aspect of your business, especially the health of your horse. EXP was designed by Hall of Fame trainer Matt Miller, who has won over $3.4 million in the cutting arena. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Section K Podcast Trailer Park Edition. Thanks so much for tuning in. Congratulations once again to John Sanislow and the Circle Y Ranch. Good luck to everybody competing in the BI, the non-pro and the amateur competition, and everybody coming back for the four-year-old open later on in the show. We wish everybody the best of luck. Be sure and follow us on Facebook, Section K Podcast. Holler at us on Instagram, at Section K Podcast. Be sure and hit us up in our emails, too, if there's anything you'd like to hear discussed on the show. Section K Pod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and good luck to everybody at the BI. See you guys down the road. Adios. When I look back on all I've learned Most bridges still stand, yeah, but some lay burn Love that was made and the love that was lost It's been worth it despite all the cost Promises were made, but most were broken Words I needed always left unspoken Some say scars only heal with time So it seems I've left my glass behind When the road ends, though, I'll find another way I'll follow that sunset to brighter days So let's raise a glass to our memories Hope we have many more times just like these Cause before you know it, my friend, we'll be gone, gone, gone. And hopefully you have someone to love Hold them tight and raise your glass saber Cause before you know it, my friend, we'll be gone, long, gone, gone, long, gone Loving Lady Luck splitting half day trains So I'll wait and ride till they come back again We'll watch another sunset slowly fade away And save our last words for another day Then we'll all celebrate, yeah, we'll all laugh and dance We'll do it all so nothing's even left to chance As long as there's a drink and a few good friends We'll ride this train until it ends So hop on board, won't you please come along Cause the times we shared are what made this song So let's raise a glass to our memories And hope we have many more times just like these Cause before you know it, my friend, we'll be gone, long gone And hopefully you have someone to love Hold them tight and raise your glass above Cause before you know it, my friend, we'll be Gone, long gone, gone, long gone
I'll keep on going, I'll keep on trucking. You tie me down, I won't stop bucking. Gonna keep picking on these six strings. One day you'll see what my music brings. And I'll thank all the ones who said to never quit. And I'll laugh at all the others who gave me shit. Regrets, they travel hand in hand with age. My remedy's waiting for me up on center stage. One day I'll be up there, yeah, in the spotlight. Just doing what I love and everything will be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. Oh, everything will be alright tonight. So let's raise a glass to our memories and hope we have many more times just like these. Cause before you know it, my friend will be gone, long gone. And hopefully you have someone to love. Hold them tight and raise your glass above. Cause before you know it, my friend will be gone, long gone. Yeah, gone, long gone.